Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. My friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio, live right here at ddpradio.com. As always, my name is Michael D. Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And, of course, for the first time in 2024, I'm Michael Mullins, take the giant New Year's Eve ball, and I hoist it on my shoulder, and I bring it up the escalator all the way to the top floor, the magical, mystical, crystal, uh, gold, and diamond escalator that gets me to the top building. And I, like Charles Atlas with the world on my shoulders, I hoist that New Year's Eve ball high above my head as we count down 10, 9, and I get it up there, 7, 6, 5, and I put it on the top of the building. And then I drop it. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to another episode of GDP Radio. Um, as always, I am joined by my one of what truly one of my favorite people in the world, the one and the only Canadian quote master herself, Crystal Stewart. And it is a joy to be back with you here this week after last week's um, problems, which. Believe, I know nobody listening to this is going to believe it. They were actually not my fault this time, but Blog Talk kind of blew up the past couple of weeks. But, Crystal, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my friend. <laughs> um, I'm really glad to be back and, you know, things going somewhat normally. But, you know, yeah. No snow. We have no snow. Normal. normal. See, weird here is normal. Weird, you know, weird somewhere else is extreme. Like, my world is, is weird. So normal is not in my vocabulary nor on my agenda every day of the week. But we'll take as normal as we can. So we'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> well, as, as we had previously mentioned last week, we had a, a little issue with Broad Talk Radio. They were down for like 10 days and, and – uh, to the point where I was actually checking this morning to make sure we were back up and running and ready to go, and everything seems to be working fine. But uh, I wanted to apologize to Nancy and Stacy, who we were really excited to have on last week and, uh, and couldn't uh, make it work. 
But uh, we took a night off. We all uh, probably could have used a night off of the holidays and all that going on. But I just wanted to thank Stacy and, and Nancy for their graciousness and uh, patience with all that situation. And it's always a joy to have them on. And I can't wait until we can figure out a way to get them back on the schedule. But, uh, Crystal, how was your holiday? How was your uh, New Year's? Um, it was it was quiet. I mean, we had um, some things going on in the family, which made for an ultra quiet Christmas. And we had a green Christmas here, which is not something that happens a whole lot. So it was kind. Of, I don't know. I kind of feel like everything is kind of in a twilight zone. <laughs> but you know, hey, yeah, it it's a new year, new possibilities new hope and you know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but i think it's going to be a ride well it, it always is it's always a ride and you talked about having a green christmas and and it's it's wild for you guys and, and i'm a new england guy i'm originally from boston and new hampshire so we were always had snow at this time of year and i walked outside of my door on christmas day uh, on Christmas Eve uh, also, and it was 70 degrees out. And I'm like, you know what? I don't hate this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is above zero here. Like, I think the coldest it's gotten in uh, minus five. And, I mean, for some people that's really cold, but bear in mind, it's all relative because we've seen minus 50, so minus five is, like tropical oh well yeah i guess when you when you hit minus 50 i'll take minus five <laughs> but um i mean yeah, we haven't we're we're not wearing we're not wearing winter coats we're wearing hoodies and running shoes still well i think that's officially it i think it's the end of the world as we know it <laughs> you know what <laughs> surprisingly i feel fine so so, there you all go. Right. Well, without any further ado, I I know you work so hard at, at at getting these schedules down and getting these guests booked, and we always have such amazing uh, people on the show talking about their journeys and talking about their their uh, DDPY uh, successes and failures and everything in between. And uh, I know that you have a guest booked for us tonight. I think you said we have had him on before. It's a repeat guest. And we're going to check yep. in with uh, this guest and see where they're at and see what they're up to. Uh, you always like to kind of circle back around to uh, some previous uh, DDPY uh, radio uh, people to see how they're doing and checking back in. And tonight I hear you have a uh, great show lined up for us. So I'm going to let you introduce our guest. Since you do all the hard work, you can uh, <laughs> do uh, the intro here. And uh, I'll pull him up on uh, the show. You figure all my hard work would pay for a limousine fun at some point, but it doesn't. Um, happy 2024, everyone. A whole new year. New challenges, new struggles, and if you are really, really lucky, you'll have a couple of great old friends by your side. Anyone can always ride in a limousine with you and share the good times, but a tried-and-true friend is the one that will help push that limo when you break down. Tonight, Mike and I welcome back to the show a returning warrior and a great friend, Adam Hips. I don't recall a time when I ever didn't know Adam. It just, he makes me happy. He's such a great friend. I guess that makes him an OG around these parts, and we are pleased to welcome him back. 
our friend, Adam Hips. I am proud to be on the show. Thank you both very much. And, Mike, I have been on the show several times, so I'm glad to be back. Well, we appreciate you coming back and checking in with us. And uh, so uh, if you guys want to hear Adam's original story, check back to the archives. Uh, go a long way back. we got over 600, almost 700 episodes in there. So uh, definitely check back in. But for those who's just turning in tonight for the first time, do you want to give a quick little uh, Cliff Notes version of how you got here? And then we'll, we'll go from there and, and update everyone on your story. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll paraphrase everything. Um, I've started this program when it was in its original form called YRG. So I'm, t- I'm talking a long time ago. Um, I've followed Dallas's career. I'm a avid pro wrestling fan. Um, so basically, my life was in shambles. Um, I was 420 plus pounds. Um, I was in a bad place, physically, you know, mentally, physically, and. Uh, Following his, you know, Dallas's career, he started the YRG, and I was like, man, you know, I'm going to try to do some of those things. And back then, he didn't have the DVDs out of that or anything like that. So I would see him on YouTube, on like his TV shows or news channels or whatever, and I would mimic the moves back then. That's almost 20 years ago. And I would do that, and then all of a sudden, um, off and on, I was consistent three, four days a week. And then back in 2010, that's when I started going full bore every day, all day. And uh, I have since lost well over 270-some pounds. I am a, a proud suicide survivor. I'm proud to be alive. And, and the program is a huge reason why I am. Um, escaping death, um, I was three-fourths through the door. And... Uh, with with my with my belief system and 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 also DDPY now known as that now, I'm I'm grateful to be here, and uh, it's helped me so much in physically and obviously um, helping me own my life and uh, be an advocate and a uh, promoter of the program to people anywhere I'm at, and uh, it's definitely been a, a huge blessing for me, if that makes sense. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, being around here this long, obviously, you know, it takes a certain amount, you know, that that first bit of motivation and that first, you know, push of inspiration, just it wears off after a while. And it has to be one of those things that you really got to put the work in to stick around. How have you managed to just stick with it this long, first of all, and what keeps you going every every day where it's, you know, it's no longer being that, that force, that initial push of inspiration. You've got to work to get on the mat the way you do. How do you uh, manage that kind of discipline and how do you fit it into your daily life? I appreciate the question, Mike. Um, my motivation, or I, I prefer to use the word discipline, has never stopped. Um, when I am disciplined on something, I, I go all in. I am committed to the, to the program or to whatever I'm doing, my philosophy is I can either commit or quit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've done the quit part before. It didn't help me any. So I committed to, the, to the, again, the program, and I've committed myself to changing myself and helping others around me 
the best I can. And the motivate or the discipline or motivation to keep doing it is just because of the fact that it's a part of my life. It's a huge part of my life. Um, you can ask my wife, she'll tell you. Um, I get up 4 a.m. even earlier, and I bust my workout, get it in, get cleaned up, do my routine, go to work. You know, I, I am very much um, honed in on the fact that without it, I wouldn't be here. So I have to continuously keep bettering myself and learn things and always improve on something. So the discipline and motivation has never dwindled at all um, since, since then and now. I, I still love it. I still uh, look forward to doing it. Adam, I was wondering if you could just talk about the relationships that you have forged here, the support system, because I know I have had a couple of people ask me lately, just, you know, they don't want to put themselves out or they're afraid of getting, you know, flattened or feel like they're being run over. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is so not the place like that. It's very inspiring and very encouraging um, what's your experience been like? Oh, geez. Um, as you said in the program, I am an original, and I'm very proud of that. I'm, I'm one of the longest reigning individuals that have done it since, since uh, that I know of. I'm, I've done it longer than almost about anybody besides Dallas and everyone else that's created it, at least on record that I've ever been told. Um, this, to answer your question, I think to me they're always welcome to reach out to me. And I'm going to explain why. I think this, I'm a life coach outside of what I do also, so I take that very seriously when someone says something like that because, you know, all of us are equal here. You know what I mean? No one's above the mm-hmm. other. And I think that once they see what the Facebook page is and can notice the people that they connect with or what have you, they'll maybe see it a little differently, um, especially if they're brand new. They have no idea. You know, they haven't seen what I've seen or you or whomever else. They're not used to this thing. Um, I would recommend them, and again, they're always welcome to reach out to me. I'm here to listen. I'm here to guide and help with, if possible. No judgment, no issues. I'm here. No problem. I think that should be for anyone in the program, period, if you ask me. The more people we can... uh, give a, a nudge to help them improve their lives, the better we all are. And I'm here to do that. So if they want, if those people you spoke to want to reach out to me, feel free to, to forward them my stuff, and I'm happy to, to listen and try to help. Uh, and I would, I would hope you everyone know, else would do the same. You know, it's an amazing thing that, you know, when you, people actually start opening up and talking about their journeys or themselves, um, they suddenly start to realize that, they're no different than everyone else. They're not so special in whatever has knocked them off kilter or, you know, has just challenged them. And together, you know, we, we've been there. We, there's always somebody that's walking the same mile that you are just in different shoes. That's true. And I think to to add to your great point, uh, Every journey doesn't have to be the same. Every journey is who is the individual's journey of what their path is. The end result is what matters. How you get there is how you get there. Um, yeah. 
And and to me, um, as someone who's done it for a long time, I still help people today in the program or out of the program. And uh, I've been doing that a long time. I've helped so many people when they started and now look where they are now without revealing names out of respect. They've, they've done very well since I've helped them because I care. I would like to see people succeed. And I think most people in the program feel the same way. And uh, no matter if you've done it for one month, 20 years, two years, 50, whatever, we're all equal. We're all here to improve ourselves, first of all, and anyone else around us. And, I, again, everyone's journey is doesn't – and it also doesn't define your worth. It doesn't define no. it at all. It doesn't. And, you know, and Crystal, you, if you don't mind, just I'll, I'll say this for a moment. You and I shared something the other day. Neither one of our stories have ever been told at all, and, there's, and, and that's okay. But our stories are ours. Our journey is ours, and that's with anyone else's too, right? Everyone's journey has made and helped all of us or others in the program, new or whoever, keep getting on that map and keep doing what you do. No matter what level you're at, it doesn't matter. We're all equal people here, and all of us should want to help lift each other up, if that makes sense. And um, I'm one of those who will do that and lift someone up, no problem. I, I don't have no, I'm all about that. So when I was in Georgia with you, um, Adam, I remember walking away and you and I had a discussion about being broken and, um, you know, just how much that can clog somebody up. What a lot of people don't realize is that when you're broken, that's how the light gets in. So, you know, open yourself up to the possibility that you don't have to be so stuck or broken or, you know, whatever, hurt sore, tired, whatever the case may be, um, the light comes in, but you got to kind of put the effort in first. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And without the ultimate belief within yourself, nothing's going to change either, um, if that makes sense. To add to your point, I agree with you. You and I and, yeah. and many, many others have been broken up and been broken in whatever fashion, well, Look where we are now. It takes putting in the work. Yeah, it, you have to put the work in. You have to you have to just be you, and don't change for anybody. Be you, and and continuously try to improve yourself. Like my, I do this every day. Try to improve myself on something, and no matter what it is, to keep moving forward. And I'll, I'll just put it to you this way. I shouldn't even be alive today, in my opinion, but I'm grateful that I am because I gave up. Giving up is an option. People will tell you it's not. That's a lie. It is. But it's not the right option for anyone. The right option is is to give it your best with every damn bit of energy you have and go down with effort. You know what I mean? And I'm, yeah. I'm one who's done that, if that makes sense. And I, I'm proud of the fact that other people have, before me or after me, no matter what it is, whatever they're going through in life, 
Nothing is impossible unless you give up. You have to commit or quit, one or the other. And committing is the way to do it, in my personal opinion. I was just talking to somebody that is um, a very known person in the community, and he just basically said to me, what are you going to do? And I said, well, my take on everything is there's a huge difference between fall and fail. 100% fact, I agree with you. Right? A fall isn't, isn't, you know, something that's going to kill you unless you plan on staying down. You get up, you dust yourself off, and you do it again. Now, if you commit to failing, then you've pretty much already counted yourself out. So, huge difference between oh, fall and fail. A, a lot of, you know... A lot of what's, uh, you know, told to people or, or pitched to people or sold to people about, you know, being broken or being different or having, you know, struggles or, or having, you know, debilitating issues is that it makes you unique. It makes you different from the pack when being broken and being troubled is probably the most universal uh, you know, thing anyone can have. We Every single one of us in some point in our life either has been through something devastating or will go through something devastating. And the fact that people almost, we, we cast ourselves as different in that situation when it's almost the most unifying thing we can ever, you know, uh, think to happen. And to not feel like you're going through something, I'm going through something, it doesn't make you different. It makes you human. It makes you, it, it should be a uniting thing. And when we're sold as having being different for that or being less than or damaged or what have you, it makes people feel outside of the pack when we're all going through something and we could lift each other up way easier by acknowledging that we're all in this, you know, fight of life. And it's not different. It's not unique. It's human. I agree, Mike, 100%. I couldn't have said it any better than both of you have stated it earlier. We all are going to fall down. Well, what has mm-hmm. Dallas always said? Get back up. It doesn't matter how many times you, you fall down, it's how many times you get up. I'm paraphrasing. But, you know, I think something else to add to both of your great points would be is when you put the work in and you give yourself the opportunity to try that's the key word here, try and, and put that effort in and see what happens when you put that in and see the modifying and modifications of yourself and see how things are better or improved in some fashion. That makes someone want to do it more. And like you said, Mike, earlier, we're human beings. All of us are going to go through traumatizing things or devastating, as you put it, Every one of us will in some form or fashion. I know I sure have, along with everybody else in some form, right? And like you said, I think when someone's there, when what, what I do with like my life coaching is to, to integrate with this is I'm there to listen. I'm there to be that shoulder, shoulder they can lean on and go, Adam, I just, God dang, I just want to talk. Well, sure, I'm here to listen. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to give you any of this he said, she said. I'm not here to put you down. I'm here to try to give you an outlet to give yourself 
peace and let things go as best you can and, and let yourself grow as a person because let me tell you, I've held things in like anyone else has. You know, with my suicide, for example, past, it took me over 20 years to say anything to anybody, okay? I can only imagine what other people go through to hold something and maybe even longer, if that makes sense. Well, to me, any one of us in the program, again, no better than anyone else. We're all equal here. If someone's new and they need to just kind of let something out, I'd volunteer my hand to listen to anybody. And I hope everyone else would too because we all have been in that predicament. You know, you know when, when, you're at like it, when we were kids or whatever, you go to those plays or you have to do a talent show or whatever. We're all nervous, right? There's butterflies in the old stomach sometimes when you do something like, oh, I can't speak in front of a lot of people. Well, when you do it and you do well, what happens? You want to do it again. My point is you have to fail to succeed in life. Failure is the greatest, the greatest tool to learn something when you are trying to do a competition. Say you get fourth place. Well, guess what? There's nowhere up, nowhere, no way up, no way to go but up if you try, try your best and keep putting the work in. You know what I mean? I think it's just a matter of all of us happen to put the egos and everything else aside and treat each other with the respect we all deserve. You know what I mean? And, and, and help others the best we can new or old in the program and keep building it up because I've seen all the evolution through it. I've, I'm one of the very few to have, and it's unreal what has transpired, and, and, and there's so much that it's become now, it's, it's, it's impeccable. You know what I mean? And uh, we all came through the COVID. We all came through a lot of, a lot of hardships here the last four or so years, right? Well, you know, Speaking up or trying to find someone to talk to, I think it's a huge thing to let to let go out of your mind, like you said, and to embrace them and help them try to do what they can do and obtain and achieve their goals. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think that's a, there's enough of that. And you know, I can honestly say that I talk to a lot of people. And um, one of the things that I admire about you the most is um, there is a huge difference when you talk to someone. There's a huge difference between leaving a mark and leaving a scar. And you have always just left such a positive mark. And I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Crystal, and our friendship means a lot to me, and I, I couldn't be more proud of what you do and and, and, and grateful for our friendship, and I, I appreciate the, uh-huh. the, the kind sentiments. I try to do my best to to always uh, help, and, I, and you mentioned our Georgia conversations earlier. I miss those a lot, and I enjoyed them immensely. It was a great, yeah. great time for me. I'm, um, I'm very grateful for you. You're very important to me, so thank you. Likewise, my friend, likewise. So uh, last I remember, if I remember correctly, you were the owner of a pretty significant streak. We've talked to a few people in the DDPY community recently, uh, Jennifer, uh, a couple of weeks ago, who are, who are just crushing these streaks. Um, how Jellica, is the update yeah. on that? 
are you uh, are you still doing that, or is it something you've kind of uh, backed off on? And how did you feel that either helped or kind of affected your your DDPY workouts? I'm still doing it uh, strong. Um, never stopped doing that. Um, it doesn't play any factor with me. Um, that sense is that was like early on. I, I just try to put the work in to keep improving myself and not really think about the numbers as much. Um, and the last time I was on the show, for example, like I kind of took a, I took a step back and just tried to watch. And I, I like to use the word be vigilant and, and see things and help people in a different manner. And um, I've seen a lot of things over the last couple of years. And uh, the, the streak is just a streak. Um, it's the longest running streak period in the program I know of for sure. Um, you know, but it, that's not what's important though. To me, what's important is everyone doing what they do when they do it and improving themselves is what matters to me. Um, that, that doesn't define me at all. I'm just grateful to be a part of a, a small piece of the biggest picture that there is. And that's called DDPY. And that's what matters to me. Um, true or false, Adam, when you think about your journey, um, the greatest opponent you'll ever meet is yourself. True? 100% true. Yep. I agree. 100%. I, I'm, I'm, my biggest, I, I'm my biggest enemy and my biggest critic, you know, yep. um, I, if that makes sense, you know. And, I, and like all of us, we've heard people say this, that, or the other questioning that or this and that's fine and what matters is, is when you know the truth that it, it, it's all that counts and, and knowing that you're trying to do the good thing and trying to help people like I am or along along with many others out there that's what really counts here and I, I still feel that there's some some uh, similarities in the origin of what DDPY now called truly was when it was formed I think there's still some originality there, and that, that makes me proud to see because it's such a special thing that's helped how many lives. It, it's countless. And even the ones that haven't spoke out about it, you know what I mean? There's, there's numbers that we'll never fathom, and that's what I'm proud of. Is And I, it's like I posted on the DDPY Facebook group the other day. My story doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. My, what matters to me is I put that spotlight on the program and on everyone in it. I put everyone else over. I don't need to put myself over. It's not what it's about. You know what I mean? I'm using wrestling terminology here, but those that watch it understand. You want to you want to show the others like everyone else's success because that's what makes me happy is to see others succeed. And I don't know. If that's just too old-fashioned or whatever, that's just how I am. And uh, I talk about this program all the time, the people at my work or wherever. <sighs> I've had countless people do it, do it after I spoke to them, and, and, I, and, and I let them put the work in, let it make make it their own, right? Isn't that the isn't that the moniker here? Make DDPY your own. Well, what what's going on? I mean, I think it's one of the most amazing things and in, in, in gifts, especially for someone like you, and I can say this because I know you, is you have an amazing knack of 
showing people just what they're capable of doing. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm very proud to try to do that the best of my ability. I try that every day. I try to help people have that. a smile and all those types of things, you know, because, uh, God, we all could, we all deserve a little bit of peace and a little bit of harmony, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So since the last time we talked to you, you, Matt, you uh, mentioned taking a little step back from just, you know, sometimes people in their journey can get like a little bit like, uh, you know, you put yourself out there and, and you, you want to have your successes out there. But a lot of us at, at a certain point kind of take a step back and just, you know, kind of get a little quieter uh, around uh, the DDPY world and kind of, you said observe, um, you know, when you took a step back, did you kind of, uh, did you still do the workouts with the same love that you did with the same passion or was it something you kind of, uh, you know, you backed off of a little bit or did you find yourself working just as hard without having to put yourself out there? Cause a lot of people, when they disappear for a little bit, you get suspicious, like, well, did they stop doing the workouts and people reach out to them? And sure. did you find yourself still, you know, involved and engaged physically as you were once you took a step back? Yes. I still had my issues, obviously, like anyone else does, but uh, obviously, with the, again, with COVID still going on back then, um, it, it was a different time, you know, it was a different mindset. But did my work ethic stop or, any, or the quality? Absolutely not. Um, I'm, I'm still very much heavily involved in, in, in succeeding and working out as smartly and as, as hard as possible to do and be able to live the best life I can. And, and within that time frame, um, I'll, I'll just say I'm going to be a father in like a couple of weeks. And that was a big thing to try to have a little bit of wow. peace from things. And, 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 and again, like I said before, my story isn't on the website or I'm not put out there like an Arthur or all these other great people out there. And that's okay. And again, my goal is to make the program shine, not me. So I took a little step back to work on different things, personal, first of all, and then try to try to have a child and, and try to just be with uh, my, obviously my wife and try to just live a little bit more secluded in a sense than others. Did I ever stop doing anything? No. But if people want to think that, then more power to them. Congratulations, man. That's amazing news about, about having a kid. That's incredible, man. And, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. That's what all roads lead to. Like if you think about you went from the brink of, you know, suicidal to getting yourself in shape and now having a kid, it all, it, it's like, you know, you were, you were working towards that moment because mentally, physically, you probably couldn't have been in a place to be a father back then, but you do all this work on yourself and it brings you to this incredible moment. Yeah. It, it, it comes full circle, you know, and, uh, like, like Crystal knows, or a lot of the a lot of the ones that are that do know me in this program, but well, I'll, I was, I'm from Indiana, you know, so I was born and raised a Hoosier, and then I moved out to Las Vegas. I've been a Nevadian for four and a half years, and uh, life hasn't been any better. It's gotten better since I moved out here, um, you know. So I've, I've kind of had the spectrum of two different worlds. Um, a lot of my past of the suicide was back in my old state, 
and uh, I was able to open up and talk to my family here that mean everything to me. Um, my parents here, my brother and my wife, obviously, they mean everything to me more than words could ever describe. And they're a huge part of me keeping keep doing the keep doing what I'm doing. Without them, I mean, it would be a very shallow world for me in that respect. And they they deserve just as much or more credit than anything else. And uh, life has a funny way of showing you that you're worth it and that you should be doing what you're doing. And 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 in, and in my case, for me, it was a blessing in disguise. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy for <laughs> the what's what's to come. You know, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. I agree. Well, you know, you you've been around here a long time. You know, you've seen you know a bunch of people come and go, and a lot of people. You, I mean, the vast amount of people that have you know had their lives changed, like you said. And, you know, all of us at some point could look at the crew that was here at the beginning and think, like, how different people we are and how our lives have changed for the better, some for the worse. You know, not everyone can have that, you know, glowing success story that we all, you know, hope to have. But you're here on the other side of it, you know, with all those years of experience behind you. When you started doing this in, in almost 20 years ago, I mean, what do you say to that guy? What does that guy look like? What is that hopelessness or whatever you're looking for look like when you look back to where you um, were in that mindset when you first started doing those positions who is that guy and where is he today that old person was broken uh dare say worthless and uh was a shell of who he should have been uh without getting teared up here i think i would try to tell him that that uh you're worth it, you're capable, and you're able to do anything you want in life. All you have to do is bust your ass and put the work in. And and everything can fall into place. Let the cards fall where they may. And uh, I'm very, very proud of the fact that um, I'm still here and I came, I came out of that. Um, that was a very, very, very dark place for me, and, I, and it's something I don't uh, take for granted, if that makes sense. So I would definitely give give myself a little bit of that come to Jesus meeting, if that makes sense, and say, you know, what what are you going to do? Are you you know you going to quit or you going to commit? Are you going to just give up like you always do, or are you just going to say, I want to change things up here and do do the opposite? And that's what I did. But it doesn't necessarily mean it was easy, right, Adam? No, no, of course it wasn't easy. If it was easy, all of us would do it. There's no way it was that's easy. That's right. But that's, but that's, that's what right. I loved about it is it was a battle. It was an internal war with myself to go, who's going to win this deal? Okay? And I, I, I came out on top. It was it was a tough <laughs> road, and it, and it still goes on today. The battles never stopped for me. I keep trying to just be better every day and wake up the next day and, and keep doing what I can do to help my wife and my family. And, uh, and that's the focus and the determination that, uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to have, you know, and, uh, I'm grateful that it, it came at the time it should have came, you know? Wow. That's, I mean, 
it's it's such an impactful story and there's probably a lot of people listening to this who may not be have the same circumstances but hear your story and recognize the depth of the hopelessness that you started um you know that's a real dark place to be and when you're in it nobody can tell you that it's going to get better and you're going to believe it nobody can tell you you know anything you're when you're in that dark space but if someone's listening to this right now and like identifying with that hopelessness or identifying with that shallowness that you felt, what do you tell them to kind of, you know, motivate them or inspire them or push them to take those first steps and put in the effort that and the hard work that it's going to take to get themselves out of that situation? Mike, that's, that's, that's a really good question. The, the best thing I can say to anyone out there, this kind of what happened with me is um, it clicked in my head. Like when you snap your fingers, if that makes sense, it, 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 when it clicked with me in the lowest of the depths of where I was at, it clicked, and I never stopped after that. I, I didn't, you know, with the struggles I had, I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have any uh, anyone that I could trust to just lay it out there. You know, and I think a big part of it is just laying out what's going on with yourself and telling someone that's not going to pass judgment, not going to give you, the, again, all this negative, he said, she said, oh, you should do this. My, my, my answer to that is, is once it clicks inside your mind and once you're able to, whenever that moment is, and you're willing to, and I'll offer up my hand to listen to you at any time, if that can help lead you to where you need to go, I'm all about it because I didn't have that. So I try to pay it forward with life, life coaching or trying to help mentor here and there. And there's no blueprint here. Everyone's, everyone's in a different form of their lives than I was. And uh, there's not one story the same. Everyone's unique. You mentioned that earlier in the, in the, in the show, which is true. Without being unique, it'd be a pretty boring world, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? That we all have to be an individual. We all have to live and do and be who we need to be. And for those that are on the fence, what I'll say also is, is you have to put yourself out there to be willing to give yourself the opportunity to try. Because obviously whatever's, work, whatever's happening right now isn't working. Try the opposite. Go outside that comfort zone every little inch you can. And then again, once it clicks in your mind, where the mind goes, the body's going to follow. That's just the reality of the situation. Once your mind's right and it clicks, all bets are off and you're going to succeed more than you could ever imagine. That I'll tell you. You have to put the work in. It's not going to be, oh, here you go. No, no, you, you you got to earn every bit of it, but you'll do it for yourself, first of all. And that will be a, a tremendous, tremendous proud moment for those who do it. You know what I mean? And it would be a huge deal. So, so well, go out there and, and, and put yourself out there and do it. Well said. You know, I, I have a good buddy of mine. I'm not going to name him. Not, he's not listening anyways. But he has, sure. he's, he has this tendency to call me and just – he lays out all of his problems and, and he tells me everything that's going on and I try to be compassionate, but he's so against doing anything differently than the way he always does it. And I keep telling him like, 
you're selling me all the reasons why it won't work if you do it differently, but it's not working right now. And I, I listened to you talk about that, and that's what I think about because so many people have all the reasons why what they're doing needs what they why they have to do it this way or why it won't work that way, and you got to be willing to allow yourself to try, allow yourself to push yourself out of your comfort zone, allow yourself to do things differently than the the way you always have done it, which is the root, the cause and solution to all your problems right here. And when I hear your story and I hear you tell and talk about how you had to be willing to allow yourself to do things differently than the things that have led you to the point where you're, you know, literally suicidal and, and falling apart. And then you grant yourself that, that allowance and you allow yourself to do things differently and to try. And then you realize that that was the solution that you needed was to get yourself out of that, you know, that swirling drain and it's inspiring and it's so relatable and you think it's an easy fix. You're like, okay, I'm doing things like this my whole life and it's not working. What if I try this? But it's surprisingly rare for someone to come across that answer. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you. I agree with you. And, and, and until I did it and came across that in my life, I had no idea. I was too naive and stubborn to think about that. You know what I mean? And uh, God, you know, um, that's the key is to to realize that whatever you're doing now isn't getting you to where you want to go. Then then modify the route and, and change direction, and, and and go a different route. You know because Something's got to give. It's either, you know, one side of the year is going to do it or the other side. You've got to kind of battle it out and, and outweigh and think about the fact that you want to obtain whatever that is or do what you want to do in life. Then we have, no one's going to succeed without discipline, work ethic, and giving yourself the opportunity to try, allowing yourself to forgive yourself, forgive yourself allowance, or as you said, or allow yourself the... the the peace and the seat at the table of voice and allow yourself to know that you're worth it, you're capable, you're able if you just go out there and give it everything you got, you'll be amazingly surprised to see what happens at the end of it. Right, because I mean if if everything you were doing up to this point worked, you'd be in a much different situation. So you know, to be able to self-audit your situation and say, this isn't working for me, and then making the changes like you did, Adam, I mean, that, oh, talk about a game changer. It it opens you up to a whole new level of change that you, at probably that time you didn't even know existed. I agree. No, thank you. I, I think both of you all have things very well. I agree. I, I would have never even thought it was in the hemisphere of this universe that that would ever happen for me at all. I had I was very very much uh, beyond negative, uh, hateful, you know, towards myself. Obviously angry, you know. Um, I was suicidal. I mean, I tried many many times, and and uh, I'm, I'm thank goodness it didn't happen, you know. And uh, um, there's not a day that goes by that there isn't sometimes a struggle at times when you're in a in a, in a rough uh, rut or whatever it may be. But what happens is is when you give yourself some some reflection time, as I would call it, and try to just give yourself a chance to 
think and, and be to yourself for a little bit and just really if you're if you're a believer in faith or whatever like I, I am for sure or whatever your preference is just give yourself a chance to kind of give yourself a clean slate is what I'm saying and allow yourself that it's okay we're, we're going to make mistakes we're going to fall we're going to fail welcome to be a human being nice to meet you it's going to happen yep. but what do you do after that? How are you going to go towards your goals after that sense is what all makes the difference. You, you have to believe in you before anyone else will believe in you. You have to believe I mean, and know that it's possible. You know what I mean? Because it is. <clears throat> and obviously, when you're in that rut and that dark place, you're not going to think that way too easily. I'm, I, I was there. I, I've been there and lived it. But it's always I mean, there. It's one thing entirely. We all have ruts. It's another thing entirely to fall into said rut and furnish it and stay there. Agreed. Yeah. It, it's, it's like the old saying, if you, if you say, oh, let's just use a job for a moment. Say you have a job and then you go to another one. The grass isn't always greener on the other side unless you water it. Does True. that make sense? I'm just saying, yep. it's, it's, uh, as much as it's easy for me to say right now, and it sounds simple to an extent, it's not, but it's possible. Nothing's impossible unless you'd make it that way. With, um, with all this experience behind you, from, you've, been, you've been you're literally here from day one, basically. You, people think it's probably easy for you now. It's probably flawless. It's like, oh, he's got this 20 years you know, doing anything. You become, you know... What's the thing, like uh, 2,000 hours or whatever it is, you become an expert. But I'm sure on a daily basis you're learning new things and learning about yourself. And uh, what – if uh, can you give me an example of something that you've learned about yourself in this process or you surprised yourself that you thought, I didn't even know this was in me to do? No, I'm glad you asked that, Mike. Um, the, what surprised me the most is, is how – strong and disciplined I truly was and never realized it. How much potential I had to do anything I set my mind to. Um, the potential to live. I mean, that's the big, that's the greatest gift you could ever ask for. At least for me, um, to have that opportunity with hard work and with day to day. Even now, that many years in, I learn about myself every day to me, if, when in life you quit learning, something's wrong. And I believe I learn something about me, or myself rather, every day. And I couldn't be more appreciative, either working out or non-working. You know what I mean? In a program or not, I always am learning something about how I can do something or how I can improve it or how I can uh, help someone else do the same and then try to be a better uh, just be a better man, a better person, you know. And for so long, I never thought that was even a God. I never even thought that was good. I was going to live to see it. And uh, nothing's ever off off limits when you when you take the constraints off yourself. You know what I mean? Um, the only limits I had was because of me. No one else put them on but me. 
All of my, my own worst enemy, basically, if that makes sense. Like I said before earlier, everyone can say what they say about me or whatever, and, and that's fine. More power to them and good vibes to you. But when I know the truth and when I know what's going on and when you live when you live in my shoes or as I would live in someone else's shoes and actually live it and understand it, it's a little different ballgame. And um, I try to treat everyone with respect no matter where they are, what they're doing, and I do that on a day-to-day basis. And seeing this program change me, and I know it's changed everybody else in some way, form, or fashion, and help them achieve what they want to achieve on a day-to-day and and keep going and keep making this thing what it should be and and what it's continuously evolving to is a beautiful thing for me to see. It, it truly is nice and, 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 and nice to just uh, I observe, as you say, it was good to see others succeed and get a little bit of that spotlight in a sense. The spotlight should be on every one of us equally, but most importantly, the program of what helped us gain that light in the first place. Because let me tell you, my darkness was as dark as it gets and I don't want to describe that. <laughs> so it, my point is it gave me that light to to try to find it, and I found it, and I grabbed it and never let go. Well, I love it. And it, it's, such a, it's such a unique story. It's a really inspiring story. And, uh, you know, it's it's really cool to see someone here for the long haul, somebody who's who's just seen the growth in themselves, the program, the community, and everything uh, all above. Um I, I was I was writing something out the other day and I and I um and I for some reason this phrase came to me and I, I kind of jokingly put it on Facebook saying well, make a good like country ballad or song or something but the phrase uh, I came up with was uh, dying ain't no way to live and that described to me that funk that I've been in that you seem to have been in where you're living but you're dying you're 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 just dying to live. And you're waiting to die. And I, I thought dying ain't no way to live is something that you can only kind of feel or, or understand if you've been there. And the only thing better than uh, than living is living well or living with purpose or living with uh, hope or, 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 or some kind of just life. And when you quit just dying to live or living to die and just start living to live – it, it, your world gets a lot sunnier and a lot happier, and I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in your story, and the fact that you got a, a little one on the way, man, it's good to see you living in the sunshine, man. I appreciate that, my brother. And let me tell you, you know, uh, it, it was not an easy, easy journey, and the journey's never over until I'm, I'm out of this earth. So I, I take it with um, seriousness and pride. To, pride to know that I'm going to always keep working and always keep improving until I'm no longer able. And uh, I got a good little quote for all of you here, if you don't mind. And it's, it's, it's a good one. It's pursue what's, what is meaningful, not as, not what is expedient. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Don't, don't just from Dr. Jordan Peterson, uh, don't just take the easy road to a goal in a sense of, oh, that's going to be – what I'm saying is make it meaningful for you to obtain. 
because the more meaningful it is for you to obtain it, the more you're going to work for it, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Yep. And uh, that is, in a, in a sense, and I just want to say something, I'll be brief. Without Dallas Page and without everyone else um, that created this thing, I wouldn't be here today in a lot, and more words than I can tell you. So I want to let Dallas know on a personal level, thank you beyond thank you for that, for the opportunity to know that I'm, uh, I'm able to do what I'm able to do and achieve what I'm able to achieve. And uh, all those that helped create it, I couldn't be more appreciative of them. And I appreciate all my true friends and, and followers that are in the program. And um, I just wish everyone good vibes and success. Hope everyone had a good holiday, you know, Christmas or holiday, whatever you prefer. And, and New Year, and I just want, I just can just say again, when, when something's meaningful and it actually has some type of validation within yourself to achieve it, you'll, you're going to go out there and do it. And uh, I appreciate being on the show again. It's been, again, it's been a little over two years, and I'm appreciative of both of your time and everyone else's time that listened to this, and uh, I hope to be back on again at some point and uh, give another update, if you will, and um, Without the program, I wouldn't have met my wife, and uh, so I thank Dallas for that. And uh, uh, we'll have a DDPY baby if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, I know you're out in Las Vegas too, so I'd like to ask you to bring a sandwich to my boy Garrett, who's probably uh, camped out underneath the uh, U2 sphere uh, at this very moment. I think he's been down there for six months now, so he needs some sunlight and a sandwich. So. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to hit me up, Garrett. If you're listening to this, brother, what's going on here? <laughs> no, I'd definitely do it for you, Mike, in a heartbeat. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I think he's camped out there. So. <laughs> All right, well, that I think up I saw him show. earlier, yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, wraps it up. Thank you very much, Adam Hitch, for joining us again. Also, familiarize with his story. You can uh, check out the archives. Uh, and listen to uh, the previous episodes with Adam. And Crystal, thank you uh, once again for such an amazing job you do here on a daily basis. And I know we both threw our quotes at you, but there's only one Canadian quote master, and that's Crystal Stewart. So I'm going to have you uh, throw out your world-famous Canadian quote master quote of the week, and then we're going to fly off into next week and uh, into the new year. Sure. So this week's quote is by wishyourfriends.com. And it is, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. That's a good one. Well, I think we all just dropped some wisdom on everybody's ass. So there you go. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Crystal. (laughs) Thank you, Adam. And uh, we'll see you guys Next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio, live right here at ddpradio.com. Have a great weekend. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys soon. Check it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh, Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a pre- Talk Radio.